0: Welcome to a Sideways Life podcast. My name is Al Elliott,
1: and I'm Leanne Elliott.
0: Hello there. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. hi, hi, hi. <laughs> So, if this is your first time of listening, then um, just explain a little welcome. bit. Welcome. Oh, welcome. Of course, welcome. And just uh, Leon wanna- is. <laughs> sorry, sorry, getting told off here. <laughs> um, <laughs> and do you want to tell us uh, why what this Sideways Life is all about, Leanne?
1: It's for people who just want to live life a little bit sideways, a little bit differently. Um, yeah,
0: Yeah, I think that um, we're going to tell you in a minute why we're Well, you've probably heard of us as travellers before, and you, we'll tell you in a minute why we are now Sideways Life. Um, but predominantly it sort of came from the idea that most people will live life sort of in one sort of forwards direction, which, um, which is nothing wrong with them, we're not in any way knocking. It's just that for some people, they want to live it a little bit sideways. So the forward might be get married, have children, you know, retire. Um, et cetera, et cetera. And other people just want to do things a little bit differently. So that's what this is about. Is that sound fair enough? Yes. Um, so the big question, Leanne, is what the flipping heck happened to travellers?
1: A global pandemic hmm. happened to travellers. Um, yeah, I think like everyone's. we've all had such a crappy couple of years, haven't we? What, what was it? No, no, year now, isn't it? Hmm. It's, um, yeah, for us, we went from travelling at least once a month to a new place to being mm-hmm. locked down um in, in one place. If you'd listened to previous episodes, you'll know that that was uh, Lithuania and then Maribor. And whilst we tried to keep up with the podcast and talking about the places we've been and kind of with the view of, you know, places to add to your list when the world opens up, it became clear really, you know, that the world is going to take a while to heal. Um, I understand the the negative responses that kind of seen on social media about people posting pictures of where they're traveling and we completely agree, you know, Mm. responsible travel is so important. It just felt that the conversation that travelers started had perhaps finished.
0: Yeah. And I think that there was also an element of uh, of keeping, post, keeping up with our posting. Like uh, if you follow us on Instagram, you'll know that we, we try to regularly at least once a day, once a week, sorry, once or twice a week, if not once a day, post um, what we're doing, which of course is exciting when we're in the middle of India or mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> we're about to get on a flight to go to Indonesia or... Um, Or whatever, Um, or planning a a planning a trip to Belarus, for example, which I'm glad we didn't go because uh,
1: that would have been tasty.
0: Yeah, tasty as you like. Anyway, um, so in terms of COVID, we meant, (laughs) Um, and uh, so so we just felt that content wise what are we going to do because we were locked down just like you were we just happened to be in lithuania and then happened to be in slovenia those are our two major places we spent time in lockdown um and so we can't very well send post a picture saying oh yeah this is a cheese sandwich we made today which is the same cheese sandwich (laughs) we made yesterday and the day before
1: day 179 in maribor a slightly different view of the same bridge (laughs) we've been showing you for the past three months
0: well exactly and then there's only so many sort of what do you call it in, in Instagland where you do throw throwbacks? There's only so many throwbacks yeah. you can do without <coughs> just looking like a bit of an idiot. So so we Leanne and I sat down and we said, right, okay. Well, if we want, were not going to be around travel anymore, it's still kind of an element of travel, but not be around travel. We thought we thought, what's going to be sort of a, an exciting subject that also allows us to talk about stuff, even if we are staying in one place for 12 months, which in fact we are planning to do. We're planning to stay in Croatia for 12 months. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, and Leanne came up with a couple of great ideas, and I think that they were essentially around people who live life a little bit differently.
1: And w- yeah, we were chatting we were sat on our um in our house in Maribor for the I don't know hundredth day in a row. we weren't <laughs> allowed to leave. Um, and we were just chatting about why even how our how our sideways life started. Mm-hmm. um and I said to al, I remember when I, I graduated from my undergraduate degree. Back when, um, maybe waking up on my third day of work and just thinking, man, is this it? Mm -hmm. Is this me? Do I go to work? Do I then get married, have kids, have a career, buy a house? You know, if, if I'm lucky, live a long and healthy, happy life to then retire and maybe travel a bit along the way. And it was just, there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, it just felt uncomfortable. It felt like things I didn't really Want And yet I could see people around me. I have older sisters who have this life and love their life. They've got beautiful Mm. families, great jobs. But I was just like, I don't want (laughs) to. I don't want to. Don't make me.
0: And luckily, I mean, we... We are lucky in that our jobs—well, um, we're not necessarily lucky—but I've got a business which means that I can work remotely pretty much anywhere. Um, and Leanne manufactured a way in which you can. In fact, we, that's a, that's quite a cool story about um, how you uh, how mm-hmm. you went remote in your in your work, which we'll talk about perhaps a little bit later on. Yeah. But the other the other aspect was we were looking at our podcasts. Now we've done about 20, 20 through twenty two episodes, something like that, and by far like three or four times the number of downloads, the, the most popular ones are the stories of people um, who have started a business somewhere or have been a, a become an expat. Mm-hmm. This, the, the, the episodes about our travel are the least popular.
1: Apart from San Sebastian, oh, that yeah. one just, I don't know why. People must do a lot of research into San Sebastian.
0: Maybe there's not much on San Sebastian.
1: Maybe, but if you're planning a trip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a good episode. Not now,
1: too. travel responsibly.
0: Yeah. But uh, it is a good one to listen to. Uh, but most of them were around stories of people who've done something something a little bit. Cool. Yeah. Like so a couple of Canadians who set up a tiki bar on the island of Lombok. No, Gili Trawangan, near Lombok in Indonesia. Um, then we spoke to a guy who started a hotel in Goa.
1: Yeah, an upcycling-based hotel that with, um shipping containers. Yeah.
0: And so we thought, you know, and all these stories were just fascinating to us. And so we thought, hang on, why do we have to make the podcast all about our travels? Why Mm -hmm. don't we just start talking to people who've got cool stories? Now you'll probably see that there is a central theme that will go through this, which is probably around travel or remote work, um, because those are sort of the, that's what interests us and I hope will interest you. Otherwise, you're a bit of a weirdo listening to this, uh, to this podcast, if that doesn't tickle your pickle. Um, But but so that's where we sort of came from with with this. Have you got anything else to add to that? Anything I've missed out?
1: I think exactly that, and you know the, the three pillars that we we enjoy talking about. You guys seem to enjoy listening to, and we're inspired by is anything around work, remote work, or business, entrepreneurship, um, travel, seeing the world, whether that be as a as a as a tourist or an expat, mm-hmm. um, and community. I think that's one thing that we've we've struggled with over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, But then at the same time, we've struggled in that it's hard to have friends in every place you go. Yet we have now friends all over the world, which is amazing. Mm. So I think just community, building a community and experiencing a community, whether you are an expat or whether you are traveling full time.
0: Yeah. So that's basically the... The idea, we've got a companion website which is called AsidewaysLife.com, surprisingly enough, um, and we're building that out right now. And I think that the key things on that that website is almost everything we're going to ask right. If we're going to post something, an article or um, a story or something we found or a video, then is it about A, working remotely, or is it about, B, some kind of travel or something a little bit different from home? I'm using inverted commas in the middle, you know, your fingers, <laughs> in inverted commas, uh, mouse ears, whatever you call them. Um, and uh, and then the third thing is community about, because that's the most important thing. You can, like, we've done it. We've basically got in our car, driven to Spain. We did that in, 2000, in May 2013. We got in our car, loaded everything up, drove to Spain and then got there in Wallachia. In a
1: C3, no less. In
0: a Citroen C3, which Mm. is about the size of, half the size of a smart car. (laughs) Um, We had a Rottweiler as well. Um, so he had to sit on top of 16 packing cases. It took us four days to oh drive Charlie. down with everything in there. Um, but we, t- we we turned up and we were like, great, we've got this new life. Oh, this is cool, this is cool. And they were like, shit, we don't know anyone. <laughs> How do we get to know anyone? And we don't really speak Spanish, so how's this going to work? So in the community we found around there, um, there were some some potentially very strange people. <laughs> there were some very entertaining people. And there were some absolute beautiful people who, who welcomed us with open arms. And mm-hmm. that was what made the experience was that community. Yeah. And as great as it is, turning up in Hanoi at eight o'clock at night on the equivalent of the Vietnamese New Year—I'm
1: not sure it was that great, Truth Potato. Al. All right, I'm
0: trying to put a positive spin <laughs> on it. We, Hanoi wasn't our favourite place, but we turned up, and and the, the place was just heaving. And we got—we were there for about six nights or something. Um, and night two, we got sat down next to this Dutch couple. Um, we started drinking gin with them, um, and you know, it's just—it just turned what could potentially have been a bit of a. God, when do we leave? Sort of position to this is really cool, you know. Yes. Um, so I think that's really, really important. That uh, the community is really important. But we also want to hear back from you. So if you are listening to this, um, then jump on Instagram, search for a sideways life. It used to be Travelers, so a sideways life. Search for that and send us a message and tell us what you'd like to hear, um, because um, we're not quite at the listenership where we've got millions of listeners, and we and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we 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 really want to hear from you, and we're perfectly happy to. Um, to sort of chat about things you want to talk about
1: Yeah
0: I feel like I went a bit off to- off topic there I don't think so No
1: I think this podcast often goes off topic So it's probably bang on topic
0: Good point It's rarely linear Which is ironic No it's not ironic It's exactly on brand Our conversations are rarely linear They're always a little bit sideways
1: Oh there, there you go can you,
0: <laughs> you can see why people think I'm a marketing genius <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, a couple of other little bits to tell you. I think we've, um, we've got a few episodes in the can, as I see in the industry. We
1: do. We've got some really good ones, really mm. good ones. The first thing we want to we do as well, though, is revisit the people and interviews that inspired us to, mm. to rebrand, to pivot into a sideways life. So we mentioned um, the guys on Gilly Island, um, our interview with the business owner in Goa, um, and also the conversation we had with um, a friend of ours who is a CFO in Gibraltar. Um, So we're going to revisit those episodes. Mm -hmm. We're going to play you some clips, chat about what we thought was interesting, what inspired us, what we took from it, um, just to kind of get you into the groove of how this podcast is going to going to go
0: yeah so even if you've listened to them before um it's probably still worth a listen because we're going to start picking out other picking out little parts of the conversation and we're probably going to put them in the context of a sideways life so you know not necessarily about travel but more about how you could potentially learn Uh, that sounds a bit condescending I don't mean like you can learn from them but uh, you know be inspired exactly that's a much better way of saying it
1: Mm, because they're all so different such different stories Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's the point is it? we're not saying you should travel full time, you should open a mm-hmm. bar in Indonesia, you should naps so I couldn't imagine anything harder in terms of work than opening any kind of hospitality business, let alone going through the past year and a half. Mm. So this isn't by any means to say this is what we think is the right way. It's just really showcasing there are so many different lives that are out there, mm-hmm. so many different ways to live life, to work, to travel. Um, I know for me, I didn't have any kind of exposure to those types of lives when I was younger, when I was trying to make decisions. I think the, you know, the most you get is maybe be an expat if you work for a big company that has overseas, mm-hmm. um, overseas divisions. That's thank you. But that was it. But there are so many possibilities. And I think as well that we're we, we are very fortunate to meet some incredible people. And I think, one, it's a privilege to help tell their story. And two, how cool would it be if we inspired somebody to to change things up in their life a little bit?
0: Absolutely. So um, hopefully what you can hear from us is coming up is going to be interviews with people who are potentially expats or have started new life somewhere else. There'll probably be interviews with people who um, are still in their home um, you know, in their home country, but have done something pretty cool with their life. Um, and
1: Definitely, yeah. And I think as well, we'll talk about a lot more about business, about mm. business owners and people who have created a brand or have or a, become a contractor or self-employed or... Because I think that's a big aspect of it as well, isn't it?
0: Which leads nicely into... Um, can you tell the story of how you became remote worker?
1: Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so we um, we made the decision to move to Spain probably the... That like half 2012, mm-hmm. um, and then I was um, I had a job. I was working in a management level role um, for a services contract and welfare to work, and went to my manager, my beautiful, beautiful manager, um, about five six weeks before we planned to leave, um, and told him that I was very sorry, but i gonna have to hand in my notice. We're moving abroad. Blah 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 blah. blah. Um, He was very lovely, gave me a big hug, wished me luck, and then called me about nine o'clock the next morning and said, just been thinking, how much of your job do you think you could do remotely? And it was as simple as that. Um, I mean, yes, he was very progressive. This was in 2013. Um, Now it's not that much of a shock. Um, I think everyone's worked remotely at some point in the past year. Um, And I think that was the, the breakthrough really is when I actually sat down and looked at my job and how much I could do of it remotely, it was about 75%. Um, so that's what I did, mm-hmm. and I flew back once a month to do the twenty five percent that I couldn't do um, when I was away in Spain, and I did that for two years.
0: And I think there's there's so much you can that we can all take away from that. If you do have a job, then maybe four years ago, three years ago, two years ago, you might have thought, how the hell am I going to be able to live in? rural Wales for example if you live in London and do your job but the last year to 15 months of everyone working from home and working remotely has proven that exactly that can be done that for the majority of people (coughs) excuse me for the majority of people um, they can just you know, they can move out of London. They can live, if I'm taking my example of London because that's where I'm thinking is the epicenter of the world. Um, but they can move out of London and live in Scotland and still do their job. Um, and so we are definitely sort of showcasing people who do that and also encouraging people who can do that. I mean, if you're looking to, uh, if, if you, there is a great story in a book called The 4-Hour Workweek by yeah. Tim Ferriss. I know I blanked on his name then, uh, by Tim Ferriss, about how he went remote um, how he started working remotely. This is way back in 2006 or something. It was a very convoluted and, com- and uh, uh, complex route that he did it, basically working from home without telling them and then saying, yeah, I did work from home and I got more done and blah, 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 blah. But the opportunities now for a lot of people are just to be able to say, I- hey, boss, I, I want to work from home or I want to move to Italy. Um, and let <laughs> you disappear and go, right, well, I can still work there.
1: Yeah, I think people are a lot a lot more open to it now, both in terms of companies and individuals. And I think the only thing that I would say, having having worked from home, in inverted commas, um, for the past seven years, um, is that people are not currently working from home. They are working from home during a global pandemic. Mm. And that is such a different thing. It's such a different experience. I've struggled to keep myself motivated and engaged um, after six, seven years of practice. So I think if anyone is perhaps a little bit, you know w- would like that opportunity to work from home or work remotely but feels a bit uncomfortable with their experiences over the last 12 months i just say try and separate the two because it's a very different experience we've all we've all been impacted whether we're used to working working from home or not i think
0: mm. yeah good point good point okay so that was supposed to be a little mini episode talking about uh, minisode is that a word
1: <laughs> it is now ah
0: there we go um <laughs> Uh, but a little mini episode about why we've changed the name. Um, I suppose we could have probably done that in about 90 seconds by saying we changed the name because we now want to talk more about, less about travel and more about We could,
1: but you don't listen to us for concise stories. No.
0: No. No, you want to hear the ramblings and the times when I forget words and the honest to get me back on track. <laughs> so, all right, so we'll, should we call it a, a day?
1: Yes, I think we should.
0: Okay. Okay, so we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thanks bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. bye, 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 bye. bye, bye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That went all right, didn't it? Yes. Marvellous.
0: Are you pleased with that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> How long was that? We got have done that in like five minutes.